Hello, amazing audience. Welcome to the Striving for a Healthy Lifestyle podcast with your host, me, Kristen Young. I'm a personal trainer. I'm a confidence coach. I'm a nutrition coach. I'm a lot of things. And I am stoked that I have this platform to speak to you about some shit that I'm super passionate about. And that is health, life, fitness, spirituality, expression, so many different things. And today, I'm going to talk to you about intermittent fasting. And I'm going to share my experience, my fail with intermittent intermittent fasting, and a success with intermittent fasting. So I made some notes. I'm super organized for this one. I've done some serious research. And I suggest you get comfortable or... You go for a walk out in nature while you're listening to this, or maybe get into the bathtub, or have a tea, or maybe while you're doing your makeup, or whatever. Be looking after you, okay? So let's talk about intermittent fasting. So what the hell is intermittent fasting? A lot of people ask me about this practice, and it's been used for centuries. Um, It dates back before... uh, I don't know, 2,500 years ago, like a long time ago, uh, in some of the the information that I found about it. And it's, it's dated back as something that people, humans, used to do for physical health and religious purposes and spiritual steadfastness. Um, fasting, it seems to have many different forms in so many different cultures and religions of the world. And that's why it fascinates me. Um... I understand that it's becoming a bit of a fad and I'm always a bit hesitant when it comes to fads because I don't always trust them or believe in them. Um, But the thing that I find interesting about this fad is nowadays we're doing it for health benefits, but it has such an interesting historical background when it comes to not only your health, but also um, your spirituality, um, your oneness, getting in touch with source or whatever it is. It is that you want to call it. And so I want to explain to you what fasting actually is. So fasting is going without food. Um, In some religion and cultures, it's food and water. Uh, I don't fast without water, but it's going without food for a 14 to 24 hour period. Sometimes longer, but I'm not going to get into that because that's beyond my scope of knowledge. But it's basically a 14 to 24 hour period where you're not consuming food. And research shows that after 12 hours um, of fasting, energy stores called glycogen in your liver, they become completely depleted. And the body needs to find glycogen, which is basically sugar energy from other sources of your body, like fat cells. So... That's what it does. So that's why people from my generation are doing it to lose weight um, and doing it for different health benefits, which we are going to get into. Um, So why do people do this? Why do people care about it? Well, obviously, we want to be healthier and health benefits are super attractive to us. Uh, We're also trying to, a lot of us are trying to lose weight or lose body fat. And something else that I want to throw into the mix, um, someone who has a history of binge eating and has a pretty 
addictive relationship with food. Um, I found that it was really good for putting me in the right mindset when it when it comes to food and how we should respect food. Um, so here's a list of different reasons why people intermittent fast um, in our society. Okay, so these are some of the benefits that uh, studies show that intermittent fasting can do for you. So number one, it aids the body's natural detoxification process. So when your body's not focusing on breaking down food, it can do other things like help your liver do its job of detoxification. Uh, It says that it can improve your insulin sensitivity. This was attractive for me because sometimes I get the shakes and I especially get the shakes when I'm not eating healthy and I'm not eating enough. Uh, Improved immune function, improved heart health. Uh, Some research shows that improves skin health and appearance. Uh, It may be good for preventing and fighting cancer because while your body is not focusing on digesting food, your immune system gets a boost and it can do things like fight cancer cells in your body. We all have cancer cells in our body. It's just how our body regulates them, whether we end up with cancer. Uh, Decreases inflammation, increases brain function, nerve cell production, and aids in the prevention of disease such as Alzheimer's. Uh, Again, the studies show that because your body, again, is not focusing on on breaking down of food, it can focus on the repair of brain tissue. Uh, Cellular regeneration and anti-aging. And then last but not least, it burns fat while maintaining your muscle by boosting your metabolism. So it puts your body in a, in a slight state of stress, such as strength training, right? Strength training puts your muscles under a certain amount of stress so that they become stronger. So this puts your metabolism and your digestion under a certain amount of stress so that it can become stronger. Um, studies also show that it can help with digestive issues like IBS, um, And yeah, we'll get more into that when I tell my story. So those are just some of the benefits of what intermittent fasting can apparently do for you. Now, uh, I tried intermittent fasting years ago and I failed. So when I'm telling, saying years ago, probably like eight years ago, um, me and my partner at the time were like, yeah, let's do this intermittent fasting. So we literally had bacon and eggs and pancakes for breakfast. And then we tried to go all day without eating until dinner. Um, I felt miserable. I had a headache. My energy was really low. Um, until I basically just broke and I couldn't complete my fast. So this, that could very well be a lot of mistakes that people are making. When you fast, you have to be properly prepared. And at the end of this episode, we're going to talk about tips and tricks to do it successfully. Um, so my most current experience with intermittent fasting uh, bro- was brought on by me healing my gut. So being 34 years old, I had SIBO last year and some candida, which led me to IBS. Um, So I had to really take some, uh, let's say, best body steps to heal my digestion, which happened 
fabulously. It, it took about a month and a half to two months, but that's actually quite quick that these things can heal. Um, and I lost a lot of weight and my skin looked good, um, all from eating to heal my gut. So the reasons why I got into intermittent fasting or even wanted to get back into it and do it properly was to give my digestive system a break. I understand that we eat all the time and you know, animals, for example, when they get sick, they don't eat. They lie around. They're not working 12-hour days, 15-hour days, that's for sure. They lie around. They vomit. They recover the best that they can. They're, they're not focusing on eating, eating, eating. So giving your digestion a break can have these health benefits. So after Halloween, um, and I love, I love Halloween so much. Um, I made the honest mistake of buying boxes of those mini chocolate bars like days before Halloween. And these are my crack. Like once, once it's in the car, I like pop it open. I'll just have one. And then literally for like a good three, four day period, I was eating so many chocolate bars. I like, this is where I understand also my psychological, um, connection with food, even being like, you know, a fit health coach, um, I have issues and mini chocolate bars are one of them. (laughs) Some things I can resist, that shit I can't. So anyways, um, after binging on Halloween candy, I had some digestive issues come back. Like I get this feeling of uh, gas that I can't burp up. It's very uncomfortable. And I look at my bowel movements. And if you've ever looked at a, a poop chart to find out what your bowels say about you, it's actually really interesting because if your poops look a certain way, it's telling you what's going on in your gut. Um, and if you're really like interested in this, just hit me up and I will send you my poop chart and you can see what the health of your gut is like right now um, according to your poop. Poop is supposed to be like a long banana shape coming out. It's not supposed to be hard little clumps. It's not supposed to be, um, you know, slimy chunks, like 50 chunks coming out. Like it's not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be one, you know, cucumber banana like shape thing coming out like a snake and it's done. So I'm going to stop talking about poop. So anyways, um, I had some, you know, little, uh, red flags that I ate too much damn Halloween candy and my body needed a break. So I decided on a Sunday that I was going to attempt this intermittent fasting and I was going to journal about it. And it was a day where I didn't have a whole lot to do. I finished work at 11. I had a boiled egg and a bunch of water and I was ready. So I basically made sure that I took the whole day to myself and I definitely want to tell you like don't fast in this you know North American go 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 society and expect to secede it's it's really hard and I don't think it's necessarily healthy and before you fast don't go having you know bacon and eggs and pancakes that's going to spike your insulin and throw your pancreas into a tailspin you definitely want to make sure you get some healthy food in before you fast um don't overfill yourself just get yourself to a place where you're comfortable and then drink lots of water and begin your fast 
Uh, so I definitely want to walk you through how that experience was for me. So I made some notes. I wanted to make sure I was really organized about this. Okay. Um, all right. So just give me a second to flip back in my journal here. So yeah, I started the fast. I had a, a couple of boiled eggs and a bunch of water before I fasted. I actually didn't want to have too, too much that day because my, my tummy wasn't feeling the greatest. And I would say that after about two, three hours, I was hungry. I think it's kind of the mentality of it. You know, you know that you're hungry. You know you can't eat, so you feel hungry. Um, which fills you with a lot of different emotions. Um, I always have this feeling of, you know, am I going to die? And I can't remember the exact many days that you can live without food, but it's days and days and days. As long as you have water, like you're, you're probably, you're not going to die. Um, <laughs> so what I did, and this might not work for you, but I actually baked a squash. So while I was fasting, I baked a squash and it was there in case I failed. And at least that if I failed or not even failed, okay, if I finished my fast earlier than expected, at least I would have something very nourishing available so that I'm not 911 dialing pizza, okay? It's another mistake that can happen um, when you're trying to fast. So I would, I would definitely recommend having something available. Um, so that's what I did is I made a squash and I started to get a bit emotional. I didn't have a whole lot to do. I knew that if I started feeling tired, I could just take a nap. Um, and that's when I would say about four or five hours into the fast, uh, it became very mental. And I decided this is a good time to meditate. I love to meditate. Um, and I just wanted to see how the fast would affect that. So I did some meditation. And then I got out my journal and I started writing. And I, I don't think I really, I didn't really plan for my day to kind of be like a, a me day or like even like a looking into self day, but that's basically what happened. I took some salt baths or you could call them spiritual baths where I used herbs and salts and I just soaked my body. I journaled, I meditated, I had food prepared, I got in touch with myself, I cried, I thought about a lot of things that have happened in my life. Um, the week prior, I had a message from my ex-husband. So it was like, I just had a lot of things that I wanted to explore inside of me. So it was a very emotional day, a very emotional time. And this went on until seven o'clock at night. Yeah, I lit candles all over the apartment. I took another bath. And then I could really feel the hunger start kicking in. And I just reminded myself that I was going to be okay, that I wasn't going to die. It only been seven hours that I can truly survive as a human being for days without food. And I reminded myself that I'm doing this for cleansing, detoxing, and spiritual purposes. I wasn't doing this because I hate my body. I wasn't doing this to get skinny. I was doing this to get a handle on my addiction to mini chocolate bars and cleansing. And I think when you go into this with a mindset like that, it's a completely different situation. Um, 
And then my body started to get it started to get a bit achy. And I know that when my body gets achy, it's trying to detox. So I let it detox. I drank more water. I drank tons of filtered water um, via my zero water filter. Uh, every time I, I felt hunger, I drank more water. Actually, speaking of that, I'm going to have a sip of water. Mm. And, uh, and then I started thinking about the nighttime. So I knew I was going to go to bed around 9, 10 o'clock. Again, I had nothing to do, nothing planned. I had work the next day, but that was all good. And I thought, oh, sh- like I'm probably not going to be able to sleep with these hunger pains. So the hunger pains were pretty strong. The detox feeling was pretty strong. Um, so I decided to make a broth. So what I did is I took spinach in water and I boiled it. And I added a little bit of coconut oil and some uh, gray sea salt just for the minerals. And I drank that uh, before bed. So about 30 minutes before I, before 9 o'clock or 9.30, I drank that. And the whole purpose was to get a little bit of minerals into my body, have me feeling full so that I would be able to sleep. So I went to bed and... I'm going to admit the sleep wasn't very good. I got a little bit of a headache. Again, that's detox symptoms. My body was aching. I know that's part of detox. So I just, I just went with it. And I was like, okay, body, I'm doing this because I love you. I'm doing this because I want to support your detox process. Like, you know, me and the body had a good relationship. Uh, I did wake up through the night, so it wasn't the best sleep. But I'm telling you, by the time the morning came, um... I felt exactly the same as the night before. My hunger didn't increase. It just, it was just there. It just came and went throughout the whole experience. So it was time to eat breakfast. Now, lucky me, I made um, a beautiful squash the night before. So when I woke up the next day, all I had to do was cook up an egg. I had my squash ready. I had soaked some chia seeds because that is extremely healthy for your gut. And I had a very healthy cleansing breakfast. I paired that with a chamomile tea. And I went on with my day. So that's also going to continue me detoxing. Because I'm not having, I didn't have caffeine. I didn't have sugar. Um, So throughout the day, I felt the detoxification process continuing. I was energized, but I did have a headache. And I'll be honest, midway through my workday, I took an Advil. Because I had to focus on... um, doing calls with my clients. Uh, I had to go to the gym and train personal training clients. So I needed to be on my game. Uh, But other than that, I kept things very, very clean. So that's a big thing. When you break your fast, you're detoxing. So don't fill your body with garbage. Fill your body with nutrients that is going to take that detox and give it wings and just like help you soar to another level of health. Uh, so that, so the first day after the detox and the fast was hard. I had a headache. I wasn't feeling great. Um, day two on the Tuesday, I woke up feeling like a million dollars. I felt like a million dollars. Definitely felt like a million dollars. I had a great day. I was super energized. And here's the neat thing about intermittent fasting is it shrinks your stomach. I would highly suggest that when you break your fast to eat a small meal and just continue going with that. So on day two, I was still like eating very small meals, probably five, six meals throughout the day, just very small um, so that my, my stomach and my gut wasn't stressed by me overfilling myself. 
And I actually didn't eat enough because once you're eating that clean, you don't have the insulin drops that you might be used to. You feel hungry, but you don't have a feeling of like, I need to eat a pizza right now because your body's clean. You don't have that ad- that sort of um, food addiction going on. And that's another beauty of intermittent fasting. I think it's really good for people who find they're like addicted to carbs and addicted to sugar, which is me. Um, it breaks that addiction really fast. And on day two, day three, I wasn't even craving. I, ha- I wasn't craving sugar. It wasn't until like uh, day five, eating very clean after my intermittent fast that I was like, okay, now it's time for a cheat meal, like a bagel or something. And that's totally okay as well. So yeah, that's my experience. And I'm really happy that it went so well. And I'm really happy that I went about it in a, in a very self-love kind of manner. I'm really happy that I didn't choose to fast when I was, you know, doing a busy day at work or something where I'm really physically active, I didn't, I wanted to make sure that it actually was something that would be physical, uh, emotional, spiritual, um, and something that can really help repair my relationship with food, which I've struggled with, um, for my whole life. Um, yeah. So I want to go into some tips on fasting. So if this is something that you want to do, I'm going to give you some tips on just how to do it successfully. I did a 20-hour fast, my first fast. I did not do 24 hours. Perhaps my next time I will, but I feel like 20 to 24 is is good. And make sure that a chunk of that you are sleeping. Um, choose a day when you're not doing too much physically and mentally. Like I said, a 12-hour workday is not ideal for your first fast. I told you what I did. I started mine at 11 a.m. I had all day off. Then I had all night to relax, and I ate breakfast around 7, 8 the next morning. Make sure you've got plenty of water. Okay, so choose a day and choose a time when you can make it a you day or make it something that's going to be sustainable. And again, before you fast, make sure you get enough water, fiber, protein. Um, make sure that you're not coming down from a sugar crash in the middle of your fast. Um, I said before, soaked chia seeds are great. Nuts, avocado, chicken, if you eat meat, eggs. Uh, vegetables are also a great way uh, to enter your fast. So no cookies, no bagels, no pancakes. Uh, Another tip uh, is if, like I said, if you practice religion or if you have a meditative practice or some sort of self-care routine, fasting is the perfect time to get spiritual, to get zen. Um, Your brain is totally able to focus on a different heightened level of awareness, in my opinion, during a fast. And it's, it's taking you into a different kind of mood and a different kind of mode. Um, Take advantage of that. This is a great time to take a bath or pray or meditate or journal, to light candles, get cozy. Um, And if you align with this idea, great. Um, If you don't, then it could also be a great time to light a candle and read a book or watch your favorite TV series. Make sure it's a day where you feel like you're getting in touch with you. Uh, Fasting for me is kind of a type of drug-free experience where my emotions and intuitions and feelings feel more at the surface. Uh, Definitely try to avoid strenuous activity. 
During your first fast, avoid drugs, alcohol, painkillers. Try to avoid smoking if possible. Um, try to avoid certain prescription medic. Oh, no, sorry. If you take pres- prescription medications, that's fine. Um, but I'm talking about things like Advil, Tylenol, um, alcohol, smoking, things like that that basically put toxins into your body. Try to avoid that, right? Because we're detoxing. Um, yeah. If it's if your first meal after your fasting period, um, yeah, that's where actually we get the name breakfast. It's breaking the fast of sleeping 12 hours. But we're going over that to get the detoxification process going. Um, the whole point of this is to cleanse, to detox. So your first meal, I think it's a good idea that you prepare or have an idea as to what you're going to eat when you break your fast so that's there for you and make sure it's full of powerful and nutritional, nutritious components. Um, like I said, I broke my fast with a spoon of chia seeds and then I had the squash, which is a prebiotic. Then I had some, oh, actually I had some egg and some chicken and some sauerkraut. Uh, which is a probiotic with a chamomile tea. And I felt pretty darn good. And then I also suggest to keep up that clean eating for a few days just to further your detox process. Um, It's kind of like an oil change for your body. You want to make it last. I also wanted to tell you that, yes, I did have a headache. And, yes, the the next day was uncomfortable. Um, But that's okay. Like, with a little bit of pain um, always comes... A little bit of growth right and uh, the growth that I wanted was to cleanse my body um, yeah that's almost it um, I wanted to tell you why I fasted specifically so I did mention that I wanted to kind of get a hold of my sugar addiction thank you to Halloween and mini chocolate bars um, I wanted to uh, heal some of my digestive issues that were kind of arising when I was eating all that crap. Um, I also notice when I'm eating more foods that are higher in sugar, higher in white flour, um, I notice I get more headaches. And when I get headaches, then I need Advil. And it just becomes a spiral, right? And then when I have headaches, I crave ice cream. Like, So it's the whole thing is to kind of bounce me back um, nutritionally, but also emotionally, mentally, and even spiritually. That's why, that's why I did it. So yeah, fasting is something that we naturally do overnight because we don't eat while we're sleeping. However, taking it that little extra mile has some pretty interesting benefits. I'm going to keep this up. Um, I'm going to try a couple more fasts, um, probably once a month, and just see how the experience grows for me. Uh, see what I can learn, see what I can share with you, and also see how the experience might change and grow as I continue this detoxification process. If you have any questions about intermittent fasting, um, please feel free to follow me on Instagram at Striving for Healthy Lifestyle. My name is Kristen Young. I'm also on Facebook under Striving for Healthy Lifestyle. And I do have a, uh, I have a six-week nutrition course, and it's called Best Body Reset. A lot of people think, oh, it's a detox. I don't want to do that. It's educating you on all the pillars of nutrition. You know, if you don't know what the glycemic index is, if you don't know how to read your food labels, how are you supposed to succeed in any sort of, quote, diet? 
And at the end of the Best Body Reset, we talk a little bit about intermittent fasting. And it is up to you. It is like, it is nobody's business to tell you what to do. Um, But I just wanted to give you some information about it and about my experience in case it's something that you've been curious about trying. And I want to make sure you do it in a healthy and safe manner. So yeah, I hope that was useful for you. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Um, Please share this podcast. Please rate and review it because when you do that, um, it basically makes me more noticeable and the more noticeable I get, the more time I can spend on these podcasts. So I'm really hella sore right now. I just wanted to tell you, I started a pole fitness podcast private training with um the eva evangelista my girl she's on instagram as well um wow i am sore in places i didn't even know i had and i wanted to take my fitness to another level but i just wasn't into like i'm not into crossfit to be honest i know some of the moves i'm kickboxing i wanted something like sexy and feminine but i am so freaking sore so i'm gonna eat stretch and practice my dance moves And I hope you all have an incredibly beautiful day. I cannot wait to share another podcast with you. I love you so much and we'll talk soon. Bye. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.